This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire. That was a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Let's get ready to rumble. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri on Pulse95 Radio. Thank you very much for tuning in wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. Even if you're chilling at home watching us live on YouTube. Shout out to my Instagrammers as well who are first in the building. Zofia, Shakib, Natalie, Mustafa, Subi, Nadine, Ala, Fahad, Benoit. Everyone is talking on Instagram Live and what a show we have in store for you today. Following the much-anticipated return, Wimbledon is back this month. However, it's back following COVID-19, but there will be, it wouldn't be the same without two of its biggest stars. Find out who those stars are going to be missing from Wimbledon and whether we're going to have that same crunch action. The final 16 kickoff at Euro 2020, but has the draw changed who we think will reach the final? In the fitness segment, we've also got why is strength training just as good as cardio when it comes to achieving your health and fitness goals? And I hope you guys are having a wicked, wicked day. Stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Oh, on Pulse 95. 95. Oh, he loves the fire that was a goal. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Welcome, what a tune Shout out to R who dropped the tune Tunage in the building Man, it's much better than when I came in bro I'll tell you that now <laughs> Anyway, I hope you guys are having a wicked time And as those people on Instagram or YouTube are telling me They're feeling the vibes And I'm glad you're feeling the vibes Because it's a good day to be alive And to be sharing this hour with you here In the heart of Sharjah on Pulse 95 Wow, I'm rhyming and I didn't even know it Okay, what's coming up on the show today? We've got quite a few things We've got Wimbledon coming up today With two of its biggest stars Not in this competition this year Will it be the same following COVID? Then we've also got the Euros Of course, we've got to talk about the Euros But we're starting off the show With a segment on health and fitness And I've had a few people that have dropped me messages And told me Yo, Omar, bring back the health and fitness segments We were liking that We were enjoying that But I can only bring it back When you guys throw suggestions my way And we've had the one that's actually really trending at the moment now and that is actually health and fitness is huge obviously around the world but one of the things a lot of people kind of normally have a look at and say that they have to do because they feel pressure to do it is cardio they're always saying we hate cardio why are we doing cardio you know we're not getting enough cardio exercises well actually here's the thing the common goal normally a lot of people not for everyone but for some people is to lose weight however One of the things that's neglected often is strength training or even resistance training. Now, why? Why is resistance training so important when it comes down to health and fitness? It's because even though cardio has its benefits, cardio is for the moment, the moment that you're doing it. You feel the the benefits, let's say, instantly, straight away, directly. However, with strength training and resistance training, the advantage you have in that is the fact that you can burn up to 48 hours without actually doing anything. When you're resting after you've had a good strength 
strength training session, then your body starts to react to it. So why is it so important and why are we neglecting it? Is the question I'm asking you guys out there today. 4215, it's a or do or send into my DMs at Omar Duri on Instagram and let me know, are you using strength training, resistance training? And if so, what are the benefits that you've been experiencing? Well, from our side here, we can just tell you straight away that a lot of people feel the pressure. They feel the pressure to be doing cardiovascular exercises. Everyone's thinking, no, I need to get my cardio in. I need to do my, my running, my cycling. Yes, those things are fantastic. Very, very good. But you have to rely on it, not necessarily when you have the right strength training program to be able to get your uh, metabolism onto a certain pathway and if you get it on that route then all of a sudden you are starting to feel the benefits of longevity strength training being able to feel good about yourself even 48 hours after you've actually trained your body so we have this debate a lot and a lot of people always send their messages cardio versus weight training what shall we do shall we do one before the other and then wait till we get enough uh, let's say fitness built up to do the other absolutely not the idea is to be able to get the right balance we always talk about balance here on the show and i can tell you now that having and striking that right balance already gets you in the right frame of mind now why are we mentioning the mind because strength training and resistance training is linked to your nervous system which is linked to your brain and your mind and the way your body works and if you get that on the right path and you get into a healthy habit all of a sudden your life feels looks much much better so are you doing enough strength training or resistance training and if so how has it been working for you 4215 it's a lot or do or stand into my dms at omar duri and let me know you know how that's you know how that's impacted you uh masoud's dropped a question already saying what do you think about gut training well with gut training you gotta give me a bit more than that masoud i'll tell you one thing gut health is very very important but gut health comes through the right nutrition and the right probiotics and all sorts of things to fuel your body to get your gut nice and right now when it comes down to the core that's a different story altogether so let me know a bit more what you want about that masoud and i'll try and and, and fill in the dots with that uh rashid says before before all you have to reset 100 yes yes spicy that's exactly what i like to hear especially from you one of the great examples of reset and the reset program but here's the thing guys the common goal and we find this a lot in this in this region of the world genetics is not normally on our side so people say well we need to do a lot of cardio okay good cardio is very good but how about mixing it up with a bit of resistance training the resistance training like i said influences and impacts your body up to 48 hours of um, of activity so let's say you have a good strength training session today in the morning let's say i don't know 8 a.m and then after that once you've had that strength training session you can have, you can fuel your body and recover and that's not saying do nothing else for the next couple of days move movement is medicine and one of the experiences that i have had challenging recently having um, had soldier shoulder shoulder surgery if i can say that properly i can't even talk now uh, shoulder surgery is is not being able to move as freely and we always say that movement is medicine so without your medicine how are you able to move you know fluently well everything happens for a reason so that's why we try and find other avenues and that's where strength training will come in handy and it will come in handy because even though caloric uh, caloric numbers aren't that great if you put on a heart rate monitor or if you rely on one of those apps to, to track your goals you might not see the calories burning however one thing you will see is uh, a difference in how you feel and that's where we've had this conversation before about numbers and being obsessed with numbers and not having the right you know um 
the right stats to back up your workout? Well, let me tell you something, folks. Sometimes numbers can be deceiving. And even if you are not getting 500, 600, 700 calories, maybe you're just getting 250 or 300 calories out of a strength training workout, it still has its benefits. And that is this segment on health and fitness on the Halftime Show. And we will be right back after the break talking about the Euros and the Euro 2020 as the round of 16 is happening tonight. Okay, stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. Enjoy the tune. Travis Scott, Goosebumps. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that. What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Durham, your host covering everything sport, international or local. Hope you guys are having a blessed day and thank you very much for your message already. If you missed the first segment, man, we were talking about um, the common goal and how strength training versus cardio can actually be the game changer in your health and fitness goals. And a lot of people have been commenting about that as well, with Masoud also talking about that and Florin from New York. Okay, the question is, and Spicy, yes, you asked it before I could, is it coming home? Now, we have to say something about those people that, you know, are genuinely thinking that a lot of the England fans believe it's going to come home. What does it's coming home mean? It means if the Euro 2020s is going to end up uh, with the champions being England. Now, there's a quite a bit of sarcasm on that because there hasn't actually been uh, England as champions for a very long time. So... A lot of people are asking if England are actually going to be able to pull through. And the, me- the question I asked is, who is going to win it? So people have been sending their, their messages in already. You've got um, Shakib saying France, Florence saying Belgium or Italy. Interesting. Okay. Well, if I, if I had, if I wanted you to pick one, Florence, who would you pick? Um, <laughs> a lot of people dropped their messages. France seemed to be the favourites. And I think here, here's what I think, you know, might happen. In, in the Euros. It all depends on squads, as we know, but also the luck of the draw. Now, for those that don't know what's happening, on one side, you've got the draws versus the other. You have uh, Wales and Denmark who are playing tonight. That's going to be happening tonight, which is which is quite exciting, actually. Wales and Denmark tonight. It's going to be in Amsterdam. Um, Italy versus Austria. That will be in London. A lot of people touting the Italians, like Nadine, to uh, to win it. Uh, Spicy saying Belgium. Uh but I think also the draw and the way that it's been mapped out can really tell who's going to win. Uh, however, England could not face any more tougher opposition than with Germany. Now, here's, here's the thing about management, coaching. You can never win because even if you win today and you lose tomorrow, everyone's going to remember tomorrow. So Gareth Southgate faces his toughest challenge up to date in the tournament against the Germans. And the Germans know how to win when it comes down to knockout stages. Florin is saying Germany are awful but will beat England. Ali uh, Ali Kawash is joining. Welcome, Ali. Shakib is saying Wales and Italy to go through tonight. Okay, so Denmark. You think Denmark will be eliminated? And uh, Rashid is saying he will go with Belgium. But what do you guys think? Text me on 4215 or do who's going to win the Euros? Gareth Southgate, the England manager, there's talks about him getting a contract extension until 2024 and we haven't even finished the euros yet and already they are talking about him getting an extension now 
Will Gareth Southgate make another bold move in his tactics against Germany? Now, if you wonder what I'm talking about, in the first game, he opted to play two right backs in the same game, one on the left side, one on the right side, with Kieran Trippier being the slightly more experienced fullback, albeit on the wrong side to support Tyrone Mings. It did work out well. England have finished with a clean sheet and two victories out of three games, even with the criticism that they faced. Now, will he make another bold move against Germany tonight? And if so, what will it be? I think against the Germans, you've got to you've got to actually be very, very well drilled, very well scheduled. So I, I think very well structured. So I don't think Mason Mount and Chilwell will actually play because they are isolating being in contact with Billy Gilmore of Scotland due to COVID-19 regulations. I, I Honestly, I'm running out of ideas when it comes down to this whole isolation thing because the whole Scotland team was with Billy Gilmore and they didn't have to isolate. It's, uh, it, it's mad, but that could be a blessing in disguise for Southgate. Who's he going to play instead of him? You know what I would do? I'd throw a spanner in the works. People are going to think this is crazy, but I would play Jude Bellingham, the 17-year-old. I would play him next to Declan Rice. I'll play a 4-2-3-1. Sterling has to start for me because he's, he's scored England's only goals. Harry Kane is the talisman. Yes, he hasn't been on form, but you, you always have to start with him at least there. And Bakayo Saka, my guy for Arsenal, had a great game against Czechoslovakia. I personally wouldn't have started him that game, but he got my other match, so it speaks for itself. Will Southgate stick with him or will he bring back Foden in that right-sided inverted role? Then it comes down to the centre-backs as Harry Maguire secure his place alongside John Stones, Kyle Walker and Luke Shaw. That's the lineup I think we'll, he will go with. However, the changes and the substitutions will be the difference when it comes down to the way England line up against Germany, especially as the game goes on. Stamina-wise, endurance-wise, we all know the Germans are slightly getting to the latter years of their careers with Muller and Cruz being at the top of that. However, you also need the blend of experience and youth. So I think by starting with Jude Bellingham and Declan Rice, that'll be good. Eventually bringing on someone like Jordan Henderson and bringing on Jaden Sancho, will be very, very key in this game, even though he's only had about four minutes of game time. Ironically, he plays in Germany, so will that work in his favor? Um, Rashid asking me, who do you think is going to win it? Oh, man. Between England and Germany? I'm hoping England. I'm hoping. I think if Southgate gets this right, I think this will be good. I think the final 16 resuming today is is massive. And and have we changed our minds? Be honest now. Be honest. Have we changed our minds about who's going to win it? Some crazy, crazy results, you know, there, uh, you know, to, 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 throughout the tournament. People were saying France. People were saying Portugal. People were saying Italy. Uh, people were saying Netherlands. It could go either way. I'm still sticking with Portugal. I think Portugal might just edge it. Um, who's your starting lineup? My starting lineup will be what for the England game? I think it will be uh, Pickford in goal, Luke Shaw. Uh, I would go Harry Maguire, John Stones, and Kyle Walker. The two I would personally pick Declan Rice and Bellingham. I think he'll go with Declan Rice and Phillips. And then the three, I will go Grealish in the 10, Sterling on the left. Saka on the right and then Harry Kane up front that's how that's how I would do it um, who else we've got here unless Southgate changes its formation against Germany it's going to be very tricky for him to get past the Germans well I mean here's the thing Shakib it depends if he matches the three at the back and if he does he can bring Kyle Walker into the three as a third centre-back alongside John Stones and Harry Maguire he can play uh, the right wing-back Trippier and you can put Saka on the left or even Shaw but then again you're tinkering with the system too many times especially now he only gets one chance to get this right but what do I know about football? <laughs>
anyway, that's the uh, the Euro 2020 segment. Who are your favourites? I'm seeing a lot of people say Italy and France at the moment. You know, if you tackle those teams, you never know what could happen. And is there going to be an upset? There's always one upset in this tournament, especially the knockout stages. Could it be England beat Germany? Will that be the upset? Could Italy get knocked out? There's another one for you guys. Hey, I'm just putting it out there. Let me know. 4215, or do. And uh, we're going to play you some Justin Bieber Peaches clean version. Here we go. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Maduri on Oh, he loves the pie and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. Thank you very much for tuning in and connecting with me. If you've missed the show, don't worry. You can catch all of our episodes on podcasts, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, or even if you prefer a visual show, some love, head over to the YouTube channel, Pulse95 Radio, and we are there. We've got some fantastic guests covering some wicked topics like mental health, gut health, and how important the brain is on performance. Right, okay. So on the show today, we've spoken about the common goal when it comes down to a lot of the things we hear about in training and fitness, and that is losing weight. But sometimes we get over overlooked at when it comes down to the strength training and resistant parts and its benefits compared to just doing cardio so we were discussing that earlier on the show we also asked you well actually spicy asked you i just re-asked you the question is it coming home i don't know if it's coming home but who's your uh, predicted winners for the euro 2020 the under the round of 16 resumes tonight as uh, denmark italy uh, who else is playing tonight? He's playing tonight, guys. Who's playing? <laughs> Italy, Austria, and uh, Denmark, Wales are playing tonight. That's what's happening. Uh, but more importantly, let's go over to tennis right now. Now, Wimbledon. Wimbledon, guys. Wimbledon is big. And Wimbledon is finally returning. Uh, however, two of its biggest stars in um, Naomi Osaka and Simone Halep are going to be missing, man. They're going to be missing this year. I'm gutted. You know, especially coming back to to Wimbledon. Actually, that's where I'm from. And uh, and having the tennis. Everyone's in such a good mood when Wimbledon comes around. So I'm kind of bummed out that they're not going to be there. However, two-time champion Andy Murray will be returning. So that's been a while since I've seen anything on him, <laughs> which is great. Um, the Brit has not played an event since 2017 because of injury and the postponement of last year's edition. But now people are returning back to Wimbledon. So I'm looking forward to that. British wildcard Jack Draper. You might say who? Well, he's making his Wimbledon main draw debut against defending champion Novak Djokovic. How about that? If you're a wildcard and you're facing Novak Djokovic on your first game at Wimbledon. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Brit, uh, British number one, uh, woman's number one, actually, Joanna Conta. She's a semi-finalist in 2017. She will be meeting Czech Katerina Siniakova. Try saying that 10 times in her opener. Um, looking good. But what can we expect from the Wimbledon returns? Conta, Evans and Nori are all seeded. First time since 1978 that Britain has three seeds in the singles. And there will be 15 home players and two main draws. That should be good. And also you've got... Um, 
The play starts on the outside courts at 11 on Monday with defending men's champion Djokovic opening up at center court. Center court's big. Even when you people can even, you know, get the main tickets and just chill at center court and just watch that. That's that's going to be cool. I'm kind of gutted for Naomi Osaka, actually, because she obviously a lot was made and publicized after her withdrawal from the Roland Garros um, and the fact that it was due to mental health issues and some people criticized some people got it i was kind of gutted i was hoping that maybe she she'd take some time out for that tournament and then come back but can you can never put a time on mental health and she's chosen to withdraw herself from the tournament and rightfully so i think you know you can never rush these kind of things i'm kind of i'm gutted for her but i think with all the speculation about fans returning to the stadiums and 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 back to sport and so many different factors i kind of wonder how the athletes will respond to having you know fans back in the stadium the way it affects our mental health the way the pressure is different the expectation is different yes people can watch from home but there when you're there and you you can hear them almost breathe through the matches wimbledon is back this year and with fans now there's been a lot said about the criticism of fans returning but not being able to return back to the country well it's coming at a time where you know we kind of had to embrace the new norm hopefully hopefully if everyone's safe we'll be able to actually see fans back in because i must say the euros has been great in seeing fans in and and i was talking about this earlier fans add a different kind of pressure but they can also lift you when you're down and i kind of like the fact that we're going to be seeing fans back in the stadiums hopefully hopefully quite safe uh, and sound so the euros and the copa america is happening now wimbledon is happening as well and I and I I want to I want to see how they respond because for those that don't know during Wimbledon, okay, this is the only time pretty much in the UK we get good weather, <laughs> unless there's a heat wave. It's very rare you get the sun out, you get people enjoying the weather. And having lived in London and and coming from that those sides or those ends anyway, it was nice to kind of see how people are just in a good mood. Everyone's in such a good mood. I could see my neighbours. I didn't even know I had. <laughs> I didn't even know much about my neighbours. You can see them during Wimbledon time doing their thing. So I kind of like that. But yeah, who's going to be watching Wimbledon this year, 2021, uh, following the break it's taken? Coming up next, we're answering all your questions following today's show. Is it coming home? If so, how would you line up against Germany? Who's going to win the Euros? We also spoke about the importance of strength and resistance training as opposed to just doing cardio. And right now, we're wrapping up this segment on Wimbledon 2021. Enjoy the break, folks. Here's some tunes from Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, Silk Sonic. Leave the door open and don't come back. Actually, please come back. I'll see you in a bit. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! sure is that time it's the halftime show with Omar Durek man I can't believe we're already at full time on the halftime show it's been a great show some really cool questions coming in uh, especially from Masoud who asked me what do you think about mental health training I think it's essential to be honest Masoud I think it's key and I think it should start from a very very young age I think schools and government should be responsible for educating you know our youth about what mental health is and how important it is to be able to get the right um 
the right knowledge and education on mental health, what to expect, how how to respond to it, um, how it's okay to go seek help. There's so many factors I think that are really key. Uh, another comment, yeah, it should be part of the subject. Learning such can enhance the mental health and train us to deal a lot. Also can normalize the mental. Yeah, mindset's important. You know, the, sometimes people wait till it's a bit too late to kind of figure out why they're not in control. I think it's essential to be able to understand all the variables that affect that from family to your roots, to your work, to your social life, to social media, technology. There's so many different things there, but very, very nice point. Uh, another comment. So it's really important to work the youth at the root level so they can understand more better at very young age. Uh, physical health equals mental health. Yes, I think physical health plus mental health equals well-being. Definitely normalize the mental health education. I think that's that's uh, that's very very important to be able to do that. And uh, and yeah, you know when it comes down to educating our kids and and our youth out there at the moment now, it's very important to be able to have not just you know teachers talk about it but also public figures you know in in places that have a reach to you know a worldwide audience to be able to discuss the importance of it and maybe even the fact that of if you neglect it what comes out of it you know it's it's uh, super super important um my uncle you look great mashallah germany will be defeated from england i hope you're right Khalu. <laughs> i hope you're right um, there's a lot of pressure. The Germans are not to be underestimated, especially the way they play. They've got a couple of players in that system that can be found out, but also they have a lot of experience in players like Thomas Muller. You've got you know, Tony Cruz and you've got Manuel Neuer in goal. These are guys that have done it, have been at the highest level, have won World Cups and, and, and still going at the moment. But I think also the, the blend between youth and Kai Havertz and Thomas Werner and Rudiger you know that will be key but i think the the game changer when it comes to the german side is kimmich uh, very intelligent as an athlete as a footballer very smart you've heard pep guardiola talk about him and and i think the way that he plays the game will be something that will have to be very closely monitored and maybe even define who southgate plays on that side to be able to get a result against the germans we've had a lot of people actually message in and tell us who they think is going to win you know, um, you know the the the, the tournament. Uh, a lot of people are saying France, and a lot of people are saying Italy. Um, I haven't seen anyone say Germany, which is interesting. So I don't know if that means that they don't think they're going to last that long. But that's going to be good to see what comes out of that. Um, and also surprising, no one said Netherlands. No one said Holland. Uh, you know, who've had a, had a had a good start in this tournament as well. So uh, round the sixteen starts tonight. We all know that the groups. Uh, you know, are going to be key in in uh, in who uh, comes out in the round of 16. And then the round of 16, the luck of the draw is another thing. So yes, England might face Germany, but the winner of that, and I know people say don't look ahead. you got to take one game as it comes, but realistically, they look ahead. They look and see who's up next. The winner between Sweden and Ukraine will face the winner between England and Germany. And here's the thing I actually think that games like against the Ukraine and Sweden and if you remember even Iceland those are the trickier games games against Germany and Italy and and Belgium and Portugal you know what their players are capable of you know what's going to happen you know you know exactly how it's going to go but will there be an upset in the tournament I asked that question earlier I didn't get many people uh, 
respond to that one. I think a lot of people responded to who's going to win it. But if you look at the round of 16, Italy play Austria. Could Austria upset and win the game against Italy? That would change everything because the winner between Italy and Austria faces the winner between Belgium and Portugal. And, and that will be interesting because Belgium-Portugal, I think, is looking like it's going to be probably the tie that everyone's going to turn to. Yes, England and Germany has a lot of interest, but Belgium and Portugal will be interesting. Lukaku versus Cristiano Ronaldo. Then you have France versus Switzerland and Croatia versus Spain. Again, could any of those upset? Could Switzerland upset the world and beat France? And Croatia and Spain, I think they're on, on similar similar level so I don't know if uh, if that will be an upset Wales versus Denmark Holland versus Czech England versus Germany and Sweden versus Ukraine we're going to be back uh, on the, the uh, halftime show it is full time as you just heard the full time whistle but I look forward to seeing your faces here again on Monday 3 to 4 um, on the only place to be at 3 the halftime show on Pulse 95 have a great day folks peace and love and I'll see you on Monday love you guys bye this is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m.